back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And I think it's safe to say we are all sleepy boys. It's been a big week. It's been a long week. It's been a week. And therefore... Yeah, seven days. Interesting that most people think the week begins and ends with the sixth day. No, it doesn't. We're here to bring you the good news. That's right. You came to the that's right the, the Gregorian calendar number one fan cast. Due to our own stupid faults for wanting to catch the nerdiest news coming out of E3, we have stayed up very late for several days in a row, and now our bodies like that. Yeah, well, I want to be awake until two watching animated men talking about animated men. Yeah, I've adapted very quickly to the late nights. 4am bedtime now. Mm. Why? It's that time of evening. Like 1am is still a late night. 4am becomes early morning and you start seeing a whole side of the world that you never really thought possible. Birds. Yeah, birds be up to some shit at 3 to 4am. When they think no one's looking. Yeah. Birds are rolling dice. (laughs) In the alley. In the alleys. Like a little 50s do-walk group in the corner. Mm. Uh, Blue Jay walking. That's a joke. Um, (laughs) Just thinking of old crime. What other old crimes are there? No, that's uh, it. That's it. Rolling dice and jaywalking. Those... I don't think jaywalking's exclusively from the 50s. I think you can technically still jaywalk. Yeah, but it's a dumb term. What's the J for? Jauntily. Yeah, but you, if you jauntily walk anywhere, is that a crime? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's actually what you can get arrested if, for. If walking jauntily is a crime, lock me up. Because there's only one way to get from A to B, and that's through J. I really want the door to just get kicked down. <laughs> so we figured out what jaywalking is, I think. Yeah, it's is walking jauntily in such a way that it is punishable by death. By death, yeah. <laughs> punchable. Punchable by death. Punchable by death. <laughs> if you walk jauntily, you're going to get punched to death by the law. By the, word, death. the word punchable just reminds me of lunchable, and it sounds a little bit more delicious than I think it is. I don't know. If you opened up like one of those, one of those <laughs> lids, dairily punchable, dairily punchable, and a flavor fist came out and battered your senses. Honestly, I think you could market that. On kind of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, just, just like fine. fist-shaped breadsticks. <laughs> Fuck your sauce up. <laughs> <laughs> now that Oscar's been safely incarcerated for jaywalking, it's time to move on to the main meat, the bulk of the show, where we take your little problems from the first world and make them all better again. Because that's what we really want, isn't it? A good time. I mean, I'm exp- uh, this is not a rhetorical oh, question. Oh, okay. A good time? Is that what we want? Uh, overall, Yes. <laughs> However, I However, want I want to be dragged through the ringer a bit more immediate. Well, exactly, I want to work for it. If I just get it, then you know I'll feel millennial entitlement, and I won't enjoy it. Mm. Okay. okay, well, this is your work. Okay, taking good. other people's problems, fixing them up, stealing their happiness, <laughs> stealing their happiness while they sleep for myself. Okay. Who's going first? I've I've got it. Oh, Oscar's and it, gone. And it's an emergency. He's hot on this one. It's a very hot button issue which we got to deal with right now. This one comes from. FR Craig Huxley SCP. Not really sure what those letters mean. Uh, that's Craig J. Huxley on Twitter. He says, Wait! The strawberry delivery is late. <laughs> is that like a Alice in Wonderland line? It feels like it, but it also feels like code. But if we look at it just on <laughs> if we look at it at face value, let's let's pick this apart. Wait, the strawberry delivery is late. Okay, so is he talking to someone who's about to go out the door? Well, there's not at anyone. He's just tweeting, like, he's just throwing it out there. Into the in, void. Into the Twitter void. So we all have to stop. The strawberry delivery is late. What could be so special about these strawberries that everyone must come to a halt until they arrive? I feel like they're all the same. I feel like every strawberry is the same. Nah, nah though. Have you ever had 
strawberries in like February. You have to get them delivered from Egypt. They do not feel the same. Mm, Egyptian mm. strawberries. I mean, they already kind of look like triangles. So they got the market on cotton. So yeah, yeah. That's not really a. There's not a Venn diagram of things I want in my mouth. Cotton and strawberries. Cottony strawberries. So February is about time for strawberries. But this was a tweet from now. Right, okay. okay. So are we saying the strawberries are needed for something so urgently yeah. that it, it can't be eating? No. It can't be eating. Unless he's like a big time jammer. It's, it seems <laughs> unlikely he's in that much of a hurry. Actually, you might be You might be on here. He might have put the sugar on to boil with some raspberries, reached for the strawberries and fuck! That's, oh no! What, just, he expected expect, delivery to yeah. be there. Yeah. Expecting him to place them to his left as he cooks jam. Yeah, well, that's the system. That's what usually happens with the strawberry deliveries. They yeah. just place as he cooks. But no, it's late. We have to wait on the jam now. How, oh. how many do you reckon it is? How many strawberries six. do you reckon it is? It's six. I think six, six strawberries. Six kind of big strawberries. I think he's doing a single-serve jam portion. <laughs> what, like those little ones you get in a... Like a tiny ramekin of strawberry yeah. jam yeah. that you get in hotels. He's working at a hotel. They've run out of jam. <laughs> Well, they do it on a pot-by-pot basis. So this is not a tweet to the world. This is an order to the waiting staff. Yeah, there's strawberry delivery. <laughs> and they're like, oh. We have to wait. It's like, but this person ordered a croissant. It's like, I don't care. Wait. The strawberry delivery is late for this one tiny pot. Yeah. They're standing there holding the croissant, going cold and crunchy and gross. The tiny single serving of butter is melting. <laughs> Just furiously stirring the hob. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is, it, is it a proportionally small kitchen area as well? <laughs> Like one it's of those a single serving kitchen. Single, yeah. So this dude works in a single serve kitchen uh, on one small hob. He's uh, he's little cook from Big Cook, Little Cook. He yeah, had, so he has to it's get Little to, Cook's kitchen. It's little Cook's kitchen. <laughs> little Cook's single serve. Always kitchen. found it weird that Little Cook was in the big kitchen. Like he's not equipped to be in. That no, area. I was like, he can't no. be carrying like giant food around. Well, you're not going to give him a knife. He's not going to. No, no, you're definitely not going to give him a knife that's twice the size of him. Although, yeah. give him a small knife and you get the finest dice you've ever seen. Yeah, but how do you Ooh. go about how do you go about dicing an onion that's ten times as big as? I was going to say it's like Shadow of the Colossus. You've got to climb onto the onion and just attack its weak spot. Now that is a cooking mama offshoot I would play. Right? Can we just take a second to design this game? Shadow of the Colossus. Shad- Shad- <laughs> cooking mama, quick time, Titanfall. Shadow of the cauliflower. I it's like close it. enough. The shallot of the cauliflower. No. Shadow of the colonosis. <laughs> shadow of the colander. Shadow of the colander is closer to colossus. What about shadow of the cook? Like big, big cook is the yeah, final boss. Yeah. So he's trying to prepare big cook. Yes. What you're doing is the first fifteen uh, colossi are all the ingredients, the trimmings that you'd roast big cook with. Yeah. So you have to go and uh, slice up an onion for boss one. Yeah. And then there's some carrots that kind of attack you on mass as boss two. Yeah. You got to get the broccoli on the boil. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a really hard. That's a hard one. That's a multi-stage boss. Yeah. It's uh, a balance. It's like a tightrope balancing act. They got the wooden spoon over yeah. the water. Yeah. And you face the broccoli at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to like get your own back style, knock him off the spoon into the boiling water without falling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other bosses have we got? What What else would go well with Big Cook? With uh, roast Big Cook. What are we doing for like seasonings? Is there going to be like a mini game? Yeah. That, like I, I think that's your bow. <laughs> I think you've firing just, you've just got salt crystals that you can just <laughs> fire at them to season them. Yep. Cool. So that'll come out early quarter 2019. Moving back to the original issue of Tiny Cook's Little Kitchen. Yeah, in his single <laughs> serve jam. Tiny Cook's Tiny Kitchen making single serve jam for a very fancy hotel, which is what he did after he defeated Big Cook. What could you replace the strawberries with? I mean, raspberries out. Could you get 
fake strawberry replacement because things that are flavoured like strawberry do not taste like strawberry whatsoever. No. Like but, strawberry laces. Like strawberry laces. No strawberry. strawberry Mr. Freeze. Like no, the no strawberry, strawberry ice pops. Not, there's no strawberry in that whatsoever. However, our brains have been conditioned to taste that and be like, oh, it tastes like strawberry. If we took a raspberry jam and laced it with strawberry laces, mm. would that convince enough people? I think... I think they more, go, more importantly, would it convince one person? Listen, yeah, only, this is it. It only needs to convince one person. And I think if you know who your target audience is, mm. it, you, if you know how much strawberry jam is going to be used in this thing, so you use the example of a croissant, the taste you want is the croissant and the strawberry just gives it some flavour. Yeah. So if you had a strawberry lace that was like melted down real good in the middle of a croissant, I don't think it would be particularly nice, but I don't think you'd be able to immediately go, this is completely incorrect. I don't think you'd be apoplectic. My only no. concern is jam is normally served cold. Yes. yes. What's the melting point of a strawberry lace? I think close to that of the sun. Pretty damn hot. Yeah. Like that's that's going to be a difficult sell. Like, no, it's jam. It's boiling. It's glowing. It's we, fresh we, jam. With an ethereal heat. It's jam. It's jam. It's, it's, yes. it's just jam. Yeah, just I put like it on jam. my croissant and it just like went through the table. It's jam. It's you, just jam. You asked for jam. I gave you jam. What more do you want? Who doesn't like scalding jam in the morning? So it's Little Cook's Tiny Kitchen, Don't Question the Chef, Single Serve Jam. Yeah. Don't question the chef. Don't do not question the tiny chef. Yeah, I really hope he gets his uh, he gets his strawberry soon. Otherwise, he is going to become a real force to be reckoned with. He's going to come start scaling you, your secret boss seventeen, angry customer. So since he's little, yeah, he could do some recon. Little cook leaves the kitchen to inspect the guest, right, and figure out, suss him out, what is going to trick him into thinking strawberry. Okay, so strawberry laces is one thing. Yeah, strawberry laces bit... is one option, but it could be, like you say, Mr. Freezes or... Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. I think a big component of taste is being able to see it. So you're saying something that is that looks like a strawberry. I think something that looks like a strawberry enough, and then every time it gets within, like, close to his face that he's going to eat it, he's on the light switch, turning the light off. So every time he goes <laughs> to take a bite, it just goes dark, and then when he pulls it away again, the light goes back on, he goes... Kind of tasted like strawberry, so I guess it probably is. Okay, so we've got one sentence covered. The only other thing is we've got to deal with smell. And sound. What does a strawberry sound like? So, oh. Okay, so what we need is we need one cook manning the light switch. Yeah. One cook stealthily standing behind with a strawberry-scented perfume. Oh, he's got a flotilla of little cooks. Yeah, to uh, to kind of spray into the nose while the lights are out. Yeah. Mm. And then we have one little cook just behind his ear... Ready to just squash. Let's let's say like let's think, say some blackberries. That'll I, give you the same sound. Uh, that's yeah. the thing. I think sound wise, you're gonna get any any member of the berry family will get yeah. in there. So he squashed the blueberries. So a sensory overload happens as you turn the lights off. Yeah. And then by the time you take it away, you're like, well, that had all, to be strawberry. All my other senses say strawberry. My taste must be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, four against one. You're the problem. So this is quite a fully featured game. Yeah. The mechanics have gotten a little bit over the top, but I think it will sell. Yeah. I think so too. I'm very, very excited, especially for the sequel when uh, we have to start working with non-jam related mm. properties. So we've not actually fixed the issue. We've said if we made a game, we could fix the issue. Yeah. But maybe life imitates art. And <laughs> if you play this game, your strawberries <laughs> will turn up. There you go. There you go. Only one way to find out. Wait for development and we'll see how you how you get on. We'll see you next E3. Lovely. Moving on, we've got a suggestion from uh, Anthony Martin again. AMN, TH, 221, my dude. Friend of the show. Um, 
it's not going to take long because <laughs> he's learnt. He's he's growing. Intelligent <laughs> learning. He's it's intelligent learning. learning. He says, we've all been there. Messy hair in the morning. Should I sleep in a chair? Yes, Anthony, that's correct. You should sleep in a chair. Done. Done. That was you an, did it. That was an Anthony Martin mini fix. You don't need us anymore. <laughs> You've grown you, beyond us. You've got this. Hang you, on. We have to keep an eye out because if he starts a rival podcast in which he just presupposes ways in which we'll fix stuff, we are finished. Oh, wait. Can that be the world's first First World Solution fan cast? <laughs> just <laughs> Anthony Martin doing 10 second podcasts going, Hi, I'm Anthony Martin. Here's a problem. Fixed. I've been Anthony Martin. <laughs> fixed goodbye <laughs> I, i'd listen to that i swear to god anthony if you start that <laughs> i will i will listen to it I, I, <laughs> is he gonna do preempts though or is he gonna do like reaction vids maybe I, we I could think, be the first podcast reaction podcast does react i think so too so the majority of the audio is just our podcast and it's occasionally him stopping it and going i think they're gonna go with the big cook little cook uh, analogy let's just kind of see where they're going oh fuck they did it or, or just, oh, there's a small joke. Bet they're going to go on that for 10 minutes. Oh, they did. <laughs> they're still going. Okay, cool. The podcast is finished and somehow they're still going. I worry about the beginnings of a very critical fan base for us because I think the moment you start critiquing this show, it's going to fall apart very fast. Yeah. Don't, we, don't look behind that curtain. <laughs> we don't hold up well to criticism. We do not. We, we, we crumble. We fold. <laughs> we, we rely very heavily on a, on a team of little cooks to confuse you whilst you're listening. <laughs> You ever wonder why the lights keep turning on and off? It looks like a joke. <laughs> smells like a joke. It must be a joke. I mean, it doesn't sound like one, but everything else <laughs> leads me to believe that it is. God, this tastes very jokey. It's got to be that. Podcast tastes hilarious. <laughs> cool. So, Anthony, go. Be free. You've graduated from First World Solutions Academy. It's not a school. It's in, No, it can't be a school. Schools require more rigour. It's like a monastery. Like, you go there as, like, a retreat? I'd view it as night school. Like, it's school in the loosest possible sense. Mm. It just runs out the back of the garage. <laughs> yeah. Just, come on down. <laughs> this lesson, jam. Cool. So, Tom? Someone sent me a long CV entirely in Comic Sans font. Hire that person, but make them wear a clown outfit. <laughs> if you're going to write funny, you can act funny. If you're going to write like a clown, you're dressed like now, a clown. Now, hang on, though. If Comic Sans usually pretty lauded as one of the least visually appealing fonts. Yes. If this is for any job, fair enough, they're clearly not taking thought for us. Assume they're applying for a graphic design post. I would hire someone that... And it's maybe self-aware? I I would bring them into interview just to get a look at... Just just, just get a look at who that person is. Just to say the question is, you know what you did, right? And they go, totally. And you go, I'm still not sure. (laughs) I, I need to hear you say it. Why are you here? <laughs> it's like some, someone who like puts clip art into their CV and like uses Comic Sans. Some word art over the top. And like the entire thing is squashed into the top left-hand corner. <laughs> like so many mistakes that you couldn't possibly make yeah. them all yeah, without you, being aware of them. You couldn't have done that. You couldn't apply for that graphic design job without knowing what They've the shopped in a picture, a screenshot of Clippy saying, it looks like you're trying to write a CV. <laughs> Would you like some help? And they've gone, fuck yes, go, save that guy. <laughs> Put him there, front and centre. He's gold. <laughs> They put him in front of all the text. <laughs> clippy, clippy actually pops out. Like they've attached a literal clippy. Well, like a paper clip, I suppose. That's what that is. <laughs> a real life <laughs> clippy. A paper clip. <laughs> Can you imagine such a thing? Oh my god, my clippy action figure. Ten ninety nine. It's a box of ten ninety nine paper clips. Or one paperclip with googly eyes on. That- I reckon we can make bank. I reckon so. On Microsoft's branded. Clippy Funko Pop? Oh, I hope or not. Or Amiibo? 
or the Clippy Amiibo <laughs> that just doesn't add any content to the game. No, it the, just just checks in with you every couple of times. Like, it seems you're trying to fight a boss. <laughs> every time you scan it, just like, it seems like you're having some problem with World 3. There's only yes or no as the <laughs> options. <laughs> Great! <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer to either one. Is Clippy still about... He can't be. I think he is. Really? No. I think he just shows up and gets drunk at all of the clip art gatherings. Him and the MSN icon, like, they're still knocking around, but no one ever invites them. Have we got another fix that we could put real live action Clippy into? I mean, tell you what, I'll give you another prompt. And at some point in the answer, Clippy must feature. All right. That's the challenge he's, now. He's not going to be the bulk, but he's just going to be there. He's going to cameo in this fix. So this comes to us from Already Reddit on Reddit. Thank you very much. He says, there's a lady who plays the harp in the lobby of my office building every morning. I'm changing jobs soon. and My new building doesn't feature a harpist. Man, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Don't you just hate it? When you go to work and the harpist didn't even show up. Yeah, the one day mm. you, you, the harpist doesn't show up and you've got a, a dude playing a sousaphone in the lobby. You don't want that. No. What is the least classy instrument? Bassoon. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Bassoons are, they look classy at yeah. least. Symbols. <laughs> just symbols. Just symbols. Uh, symbol. Yeah, I think like orchestral crash symbols that you hold in each hand and just <laughs> slam together. So every time someone walks in, like when you're announcing an arrival at a party, yeah. it's like you walk in through the lobby. <laughs> I would prefer it if they always did it when you came in, but not when you came in. No. At some point along this 50 meter hallway, they're standing behind you, they'll just. Nope. <laughs> I didn't get you this morning You're gonna get two later on And you, you're like Literally just about to Ring the buzzer for the lift And they're <laughs> And they just have the gall To ask for tips Right So it's like a toilet attendant But with symbols <laughs> Very much so Yes The fact that A place of work Employed a harpist That's mad That's incredible What mm. do you do I'm a harpist At big Reception Big oil At harp ink Harp ink <laughs> That's the only place I imagine they would hire one because mm. then I guess you see the product in its end state. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe that's what it is. Here's yeah. what you're working towards, boys. <laughs> this is this is the dream right here. It's all been worth it. Our fix needs to be, how can we adjust to a non-harp life? I mean, obviously, we, we already get that, but I'd wager the moment we go one place with a harp, we're going to be craving it for the rest of our lives. We'll be spoiled forever. How do you transition back? How do you wean yourself? Back to a harp, not life. <laughs> oh... I always wonder what you're doing in these silences. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at Christmas, you can get up a, a loop of a fire, like uh, on like Netflix or whatever, mm. so that you put yourself in that headspace if you don't have one yourself. Yeah. Oh. And equally, there's, you know, there's 10 hour loops of waves crashing and stuff like that for people who want to ease themselves to sleep with a certain kind of sound. Yeah. Logically, there is, that exists just a harp loop that mm. you could have. Yeah. Now, if you're going from a company to another one, all the other people who already work at this company won't need that. So it's unlikely you're going to be able to get this piped into the PA. Yeah. You need to have some way of... <laughs> Poor Jenny. Pipe. <laughs> Thank you. Please, please, sir. Uh, oh. oh, God. It's unlikely they'll let you put harp music 
into the receptionist. <laughs> just fill her right up. Fill her up. Open her mouth and just pour a whole load of harp in there. Like, no one's going to go for that. Least of all Jenny. And if you're just playing harp music to yourself, you'll get sick of it. You need to have yeah. a way to trigger harp music when you're just going through the lobby. Because one would assume that yeah. his previous place of work is the only time he's going to hear it. What other situations call for a harp? Weddings, I've seen quite a few harp. Yeah, I've seen, a, I've seen a harp or two at a wedding. I think you're right. We need a situation in which a harp is applicable and mm. is ready. But there are very few occasions that warrant that. So I think what you need to do is pick a regular occasion in your life, like go to work, go to sleep, that kind of thing, and force a harp into it. So for example, why not just have toilet harp? you got to go to the loo. You may as well make it as classy a fair. Now That'll you give you a harp fix. Hang on now. Are you playing the harp or are you hiring someone else to play the harp? Potentially set up a live stream okay. to the old harpist just in your yeah. toilet. So he so says playing... In the toilet, presumably this harpist is playing throughout the day. So you're you've got a live stream with the harp in the toilet. That's that's one thing. Because yeah. I think having someone else in the toilet with you playing the harp, that's a bit too intimate mm. a connection. Depends on the size of the cubicle, but yeah. Coming back to weddings. <laughs> I got some bits about weddings, you guys. I, d- I do. Weddings are probably the only thing that other people are going to accept that there's a harp there. Mm. If someone else yeah. comes in and you've forgotten to switch the live stream off, and they're like, why was Tom watching a live stream of a harpist? He's into some weird things. <laughs> Weddings, that's fine. Yeah, he's here for the wedding. That's cool. So Jenny, maybe we set Jenny up to have a wedding every day, but she always gets jilted. Oh, oh. that's tough. I mean, better than having music poured into her, but... Yeah, getting... if we offer her the two choices. <laughs> I, either way, Jenny's getting real beat up in this scenario. She's only interning. It's fine. <laughs> this is what you've got to do if you want to climb the ladder. Yeah. Either be, poured, be, be filled to the brim with harp... Mm. Or daily jilting. Daily jilting. So, are you not a bit worried that she might get a bit wise after like the first three or four jiltings? Or are we just making the romances, the whirlwind day long romances, that convincing they, they, that she's so ready to commit? They start out with a very low bar. So, the whirlwind day romances, like the first one, January 1st, is just an absolute piece of work, but mm. still but proposes. How, how are we going to make her. You take a year prepping. <laughs> So once you know you want to leave your job, you, you, you have like a two months notice to leave your job, but you've got a year long mm. gen prep. I'm starting to feel like we're being a bit harsh on Jenny. Maybe we can get Jenny in on it. Okay. Maybe she's pretending to have a wedding every okay. day. What's in it for her? She don't get pumped full of harp. <laughs> so you're basically what you're doing is blackmailing Jenny. You're blackmailing Jenny into a daily wedding and the only thing that turns up for a wedding every day is the harpist you've booked. It looks like you're trying to blackmail Jenny into having a daily wedding. <laughs> there he Would is. You like some help. There he is. Mission accomplished. And then Clippy sorts it all out. Yeah, this isn't on us. This is on Clippy. This is on and then, Clippy. Then you... Fully automated Clippy jilting. Okay, that 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 does it. I think. Okay, because okay. that way you'll always have a harpist loitering around the office because they're ready for the wedding that we all know will never come. Yeah, yeah. a daily Clippy curated faux wedding with harp. Mm. See, I really like this system. Because depending on what you're feeling that day, you could push the wedding charade a little bit further. Say you're feeling a bit peckish and you can't be bothered to go out, you'll also just get the caterers in. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fully catered every day. I also love how we've just kind of assumed that no one will question why Jenny, the receptionist, is having her wedding in reception. In the other It's all she knows. Everyone's gone like, she's kind of a two-bit character. I would have thought she'd have more depth, but I guess she's just the receptionist in this story. Also, she loves harps. 
fucking loves him. She's just super into harps. Really, oh, she loves admin work and well multi- romances and, and multi. Yeah, she loves quick proposals, multi-stringed instruments, and doing the filing. She is every nineties rom-com lead character what she's just a small town girl in the big city at reception always always at reception always with the harp always getting married 365 weddings it's a a tale as old as time i think every major 90s sitcom had one of these yeah i think so everyone had a jenny yeah what uh, what we call in the film stringing along Uh, oh that's good keep harping on heartstrings oh heartstrings is good yeah, art strings. I think that's that's the one. The trailer, I can just imagine just like every single beat, just meeting the first guy, getting jilted that first time. Then it kind of flashes forward to the 140th wedding. Yeah. And she's just kind of there with a sullen look on her face. Like, just okay. when she thought she was out, they kept pulling her back in. <laughs> again. Again. And again. Another wedding. <laughs> Here's another man. Another one. DJ Khaled's in the film. Yeah. But just for that one scene. Just yeah. for that one scene. He makes more money than Jenny does for that whole thing. So you're saying that not only are we, uh, are we doing this as Jenny, we're having a film crew to film her absolute abject moments. If yeah. no one's filming it, what's the point? Yeah, why even get married? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we've got official wedding photographers every day. Yep. It's mostly pictures of the harp and you in the background with a smug look on your face going to work. <laughs> just look, yeah, just look. <laughs> That's it. You get the option to leave. The photographers, Jenny, the caterers, <laughs> the harpists, they're all there 24 hours a day. It's just they switch on almost like in Toy Story whenever you walk, through the, whenever you walk through the hallway. This has got to be a pretty big reception hall as well for this to be worth it. No. no, no very, Tiny. very small. It's just it's surprisingly small. Yeah. you. I mean, think this guy's gone from harp office to no harp office. He's obviously yeah. taken a downgrade. It's a bit, it's a yeah. bit of a notch That's back. a cut in pay. So, so, he's, so he's rinsing it for all it is worth. <laughs> Is he funding this? <laughs> no, Jenny's funding this. Oh, or Jenny's dad is funding this. He always also believes that this is the one this time. Yeah. <laughs> He'd do anything for his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, so- daddy, I want a harp. Are you sure? Are you sure you're not being played? Okay. <laughs> He'd do anything for her except even marginally vet her prospective lovers. <laughs> I trust you. An- another one? Is this guy better than yesterday? You're sure. Here we go. It's not that complicated if you want harp in your office. No, just orchestrate a wedding every day. Easy. Easy. Jenny's up for it. For Jenny's sake, I hope this guy is only employed here for about a week. Yeah. I think, to be fair, as soon as he shows up for his first day of work, ever since you got here, there's been constant to, cacophony in the reception. Ever, You know what? Ever since you got here, notice an uptick in weddings. Uptick in harps. <laughs> uptick in harps. Pretty steep decline in productivity. It's a five-man office. <laughs> we have to console Jenny for the last three hours of the workday every day. You're on your ass. All right, we'll move on then to But Better, the section of the show where we take our own ideas for fixes we could see in the world, not necessarily to problems that exist, but to just little bumps, quality of life adjustments. This week, we have Glow and Glove. Glow and Glove. Sorry, is this Glowing Glove? (laughs) Glowing Glove or Glow and a Glove? It's glowing, but with an apostrophe and no Uh, G, because it's hip. Oh, Glowing Glove. This is a product name, so it's got to be baller. Okay. Glow and Glove is a glove. Yes, naturally. Thank God. Um, have you ever been somewhere dark? I like and where you're this trying is going. to find something. I like where you're this is going. Grab something, pick something up. Yeah, grab it. And uh, you can't see anything, so you need to get your phone out and switch your torch on every single day. The lights have gone out. Can't fix them. So that means you can only pick something up with one hand. Okay. What if you need to pick up more things? What I, do you do? So you're you're suggesting a pair of bioluminescent gloves? Not bioluminescent. I'm thinking gloves with torches on the fingertips. Oh, that's oh. good. Oh, 
So you've got essentially 10 searchlights you can span around the room. Very directional as well. And this means you can now have your hands free to pick up whatever you need to pick up. I mean, it does work in theory. Um, Are we not concerned about very, very hot hands? Where does the power come from? Dynamos? It's, It's solar generated. Yeah. There's a solar panel on your head. Unfortunately, most of the time you're in a dark room. Yeah. We've got some kinks to iron out here, gentlemen. See, in my head, it's just a regular glove with a mag light taped to each finger. <laughs> that it, looks cool. If it was a dynamo, you know those torches you can, like, pump? Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's one of them. You just have to constantly flex your hands. Wait, what about friction-based energy? So the palms are two very rough surfaces okay. that you can put your hands together and rub super hard. For about a minute. Okay. And then the kinetic energy stored is enough to power the lights for another minute. Okay. So you go, what am I looking for? Yeah. What will I find? <laughs> Finally, a way to utilize the natural movement I make when I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for something in the dark. I rub my hands together furiously. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's actually not a bad idea. What are the natural movements you make when you're looking for something? Creeping around. Crouching. 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 If you think about it, like, usually it's like your bedroom. And if you're trying not to make any noise because it's like late or something else like that, you kind of like creep around quietly. Or I guess if you're, you know. See, for me, if I'm looking for something, I unintentionally kind of pat my thighs and my sides. Yep. It's kind of like, oh, where did I Is where it in I my pockets? That? Is it there? Even when you know it's not in your pockets. There's that one in a million chance where you're looking for something and it was in your pocket. Yeah. So you always have to check first to avoid shame. It's not quite that natural. So what else do you do when you're looking? Scratch your head or make exasperated noises like... <clears throat> Oh, are you saying it's grumble-powered? Grumble-powered. Powered by grumble. Powered by grumble. There's, there's a tube on the bottom of each glove. You have to stick them both in your mouth as you're thinking about where you're going, and then you go... <laughs> or maybe it's a um, like a pipe in between the thumb and the first finger, so you can kind of rub your chin and go... Ah! Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, like a little pinwheel thing that you have at the beach, and it's just like in front of your face, and so you go... <laughs> Kind of like, but if we um, hook this up to like a full face mask, yeah. So it's just a Bane mask, yeah. <laughs> Bane mask with a little pinwheel on the front, and that's the thing. Like his whole thing was pretty much just unintelligible grumbling, anyway. It yeah. pretty much was. So I feel like that's going to amplify your grumble potential. So this is something that might not translate well to, for example, couples. So for example, just honey, have you seen my keys anywhere? I'll oh, one sec. I'll one, get the mask. Yeah, one second, and then from the other room, you just hear. Where did you last leave your keys? Do you remember seeing them on the dresser? Very good bane. Thank you. Uh, it's a very good bane, which is why you must immediately stop it. <laughs> yeah. What if she didn't wake up when you first went to look for your thing? Oh, and it's God. dark and she just Imagine wakes up that to just... rustling and... I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Please, I know where to be she's seen. Just, she just awakes to just you very close to her with the bane mask on. Just, honey, I found your suitcase again. Go to sleep. I'm looking for my keys. <laughs> Nothing to see here. And that powers the gloves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a windmill, like, joyfully rotating in the grate, just as you're just going, don't worry, I'll find my deodorant in no time. I like it. I hate it. <laughs> the but, glowing glove. But I, I came to you with a, uh, what I thought was a genuinely good product, and now it's more... more now our, it's this. <laughs> now, now it's more our brand. And now it's Bane, <laughs> is what's happened. You took gloves, you made them Bane. Do you have to... Do you build up energy and then it can sustain for a while, or do you need to be monologuing constantly? I, th- I while think you, you're if you want the light on, you have to constantly be talking 
And it is subject sensitive, so it has to be about what you're looking for, <laughs> always. If you just start going, the thing about the office is, no, it's not going to work. You, you yeah. literally have to be, the last time I saw my kids was Sunday. And it mm. doesn't work if you just do Bane lines from the films. No, unfortunately okay. not. We've like put a parental lock on those <laughs> phrases. You get a small shock yeah. if you just go, you merely adopted the da- oh, fuck. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, that's no good. Ah. <laughs> Ouch. Ah, not sucking in. That actually draws more energy away from it. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> you can take energy out the system again. Yeah, nourishing. So the constant monologuing, glowing glove powered by Bane. Powered by Bane. Bane oh. tech. Grumble Bane. Grumble. <laughs> Grumbane. Grumbin. Bane bull. <laughs> okay, cool. That that'll do me. Will now, it? <laughs> I I want to stop now so it doesn't get worse. <laughs> I guess that will do me because I can't do this anymore. And I think that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard today, please do share it around with your friends. People have friends, I assume, and they want them to like good things. And this, we hope, is a good thing that they will like. So share it, please. Get to it. And if- Wait. Uh, oh? Wait, sorry. <laughs> Wait. The links are late. <laughs> soundcloud itunes we got it all those two get to it (laughs) don't make me get my flotilla of little chefs (laughs) they're gonna come turn your lights out real good now hang on little chef was the restaurant not the show Mm. oh yeah we we may have a legal battle on our hands (laughs) and a physical battle (laughs) immediately following the legal battle can you imagine like a total war style little chef horde versus little cook horde oh fuck yes Because it's just like the little dumpy Michelin man looking mascot guy (laughs) fighting a whole load of time. Who would win? One little chef sized (laughs) cook or a hundred little cook sized chefs? (laughs) The answer, of course, is the little cooks because he fights dirty. He's got a shiv. So this week we had our first ever mini fix courtesy of Anthony Martin. Thank you very much, Anthony. Uh, If you have any of your own similar questions you'd like to send our way. Or to him. Or to him. We might start outsourcing smaller (laughs) problems to Anthony. So hit him up if you don't feel like it's a full-fledged segment. (laughs) Fuck it. Pick up the slack. Yeah, damn it. Uh, (laughs) If you have any of your own questions, queries, problems, or another word beginning with P, send them our way. You can get in touch with us through Twitter at FWScast on Facebook with First World Solutions or you can email us directly at FWScast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and try and turn your problems into comedy gold. If you are listening to us on iTunes, it actually really helps us out to leave a rating and a review that makes us more visible on iTunes. So it actually really helps people find the show and share the show and it helps us grow and do more things, which is amazing. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a, a review you what do you like what don't you like is it the bane impressions it's probably the bane impressions give us that's okay that's the call to action this week go on itunes and just say bane good or or, or which other because impre- so far season three has been very impression heavy we had lots of nick cage last week that's we've true. had bane this week all very good all you know indiscernible <laughs> from the original we could get away with saying their guest stars to be honest Featuring Bane. Featuring Bane. Um, so yeah, tell you what, leave, tell us how our Bane review was and then tell us what we're, what impression we're going to tackle next week. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Done. What a horrible feature that we've just started. What a horrible, what a, what a terrible call to action we've created. <laughs> Don't do this call to action. Speaking of call to actions, we've still had no luck finding Tom a groom. But Fuck's you, sake. But you have been tweeting about it and we, we appreciate that. <laughs> My girlfriend is very confused. 
Hashtag get Tom a groom. I uh, don't. Uh. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problems. No problem.